Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is NBA Check-In with Azizu. Hey, everyone. It's been a minute. Uh, I tried to make this NBA Check-In thing weekly, but with the holidays and just everything going on, uh, it's been a couple weeks, so uh, well overdue for one of these, and uh, I'm going to try to get back on schedule and knocking out at least one of these a week, if not more, so... Here we are. We're going to check in with uh, all 30 teams around the league. Uh, First with my beloved Warriors having an unbelievable, unexpected down season. Uh, We talked about a a lot on the pod, but uh, yeah, it hasn't got much better. We uh, remain uh, worst record in the league. I'm recording this as the final seconds tick off uh, against uh, Charlotte here. Uh, 106-89 Charlotte. Uh, When I tuned into this one, it was a one-point game, and it just got away from the Warriors. You could just see their lack of depth, you know, really hurt them. Draymond was playing tonight. Uh, He's, you know, had spotty minutes, and uh, D'Angelo Russell had missed a bunch of time. He came back tonight. Looney came back the other day. He played, but in the end... uh, the depth is just killing them, even against a team like Charlotte. Uh, if you've been listening since my preseason preview, I re- remember I said Charlotte. That was my pick for worst team in the league. So it says a lot that they're uh, beating the Warriors here. But uh, to give them their props, uh, I was just listening to the broadcast, and they were saying how this this win actually, if the season ended today, Charlotte would be in the playoffs. They would be the eighth seed in the East. So. Um, you know, good for Charlotte, and they've definitely uh, overachieved, but I think that says a lot about the East, too, the Eastern Conference, how how weak they are. But, yeah, Devontae Graham with a, a crazy game for the Hornets. Uh, I think he had 10 threes. I just saw his stats on screen, so I rewind it so I could uh, say it. Career high of... 33, he had seven rebounds and nine assists, and yeah, he was 10 for 16 from three. So that's crazy. Uh, But yeah, I mean, uh, not a lot going right for the Warriors. Uh, I got a uh, kind of power rankings thing here to to remind me of the teams, and I'm going to start at the bottom. Uh, They, of course... uh, 30th rank in the power rankings they have the Warriors uh, not surprising and I wanted to read one of the comments that said for most of these I'll probably just uh, try to go off the top but uh, maybe refer to the to some of the notes if they come off interesting but uh, I found this one interesting uh, Dre played only 19 minutes in the 122-105 loss at Miami why Coach Kerr said Green will have a minutes restriction going forward in hopes of not wearing him down. The Warriors have just four wins and don't expect much with the improvement of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and D'Angelo Russell out too. Well, he came back this game, but uh, what can you say? I, I know he, he actually had, I think, uh, 19 and 18 minutes played. So, uh, you know, D'Angelo scores, but... I don't know. This team, they're just not getting it done. They got uh, Chicago up next to finish out the road trip. They've already just, they lost to Atlanta and Miami and Orlando 
already on this road trip and uh, it's been really rough it's, it's it's nice to get at least one once in a while to break things up you know part of me in a weird way now that we're on this path i'm like well uh, winds do us no good anyway but you kind of want them for you know to keep the just the morale going of the fan base of the team people in general the more you lose you know the more it really just just gets to you you know it's hard to to keep working you know even in a lost season but oh that's my warriors from you it's crazy like this the dynasty came crashing down i've this has never happened before pretty much in the, the history of the NBA where a team went to the finals and now is the, the worst team in the league with uh, a lot of nights, uh, nobody playing on that played in, in, in last year's NBA finals or this, this, this year's NBA finals and not one of them on the floor or playing in the game, you know, was on the team last year. It's just... Oh, it's crazy, but, you know, I'm going to keep it rolling. I still do my game recaps, if you've been keeping up with me that way on Instagram at the Zisu. I've been doing it since before the Dynasty run, and I'm not going to stop now. It's just a little harder to uh, to find things to, to uh, discuss each game, so, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyways, enough about my Warriors. We'll uh, jump on to a team that has the same amount of wins as us, uh, uh, the four-win New York Knicks. Uh, there's a red flag right away this summer when the Knicks signed four forwards and free agencies, how that would impact Kevin Knox. That concern was warranted when Knox received his first did-not-play-coach's decision in the loss to Philly. Uh, he would start, though, in Sunday's loss to Boston. Former top-ten pick has seen his minutes decrease from 28.8 last year to 19.9, including 14.8 in the previous four games. So, yeah, not a lot to say about the Knicks. I know there was a rumor earlier in the season about uh, them ready to are ready to move on from uh, Coach Fizdale, but they haven't yet. And if not now, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't keep rolling with them. They're they're four and and you know 16, so or. Let me make sure, actually. They are 4-17, and 17, actually. Uh, next up, the Hawks, who just got a win against us uh, in a battle of four-win teams. They got their fifth. They had lost 10 in a row before beating the Warriors, and that just tells you everything about the Warriors, you know, themselves. Uh, Trey Young is obviously a bright spot for them, averaging... 28.9 points, 8.7 assists, 4 rebounds, and 3.4 three-pointers in November. But, yeah, they didn't win in almost a month. They When they had lost the 10 in a row, their last win before the Warriors game was November 12th. So, yeah. Uh, I remember thinking they were definitely a team to watch. They seemed to be trying to build like the Warriors once built, but, you know, I know uh, John Collins out with that suspension, PEDs, so, 
you know, they took a hit there, but they shouldn't have fallen off that much to lose 10 in a row just with Collins out. But uh, they appear not to be ready yet. But uh, just like the Warriors developed some guys, and, and we'll see. Um, I could see them jump up in a quick uh, once they uh, get some experience near them. So, All right, next up, the Cleveland Cavs. They're 5-15. and 15. Since going on a two-game win streak in early November, Cleveland's gone one and nine, and you know, that's that's you know that Cleveland team for you. I know a lot of talk early in the season was how surprising the uh, Kevin Love and uh, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, that trio, Tristan Thompson. How, how, you know, they were surprising some people are in the season, but uh, they've definitely come down back to earth in a big way. Uh, next up, the Chicago Bulls at 7-14. and 14. They're listed as 26th in the power ranking. And interestingly, in this uh, ESPN power rankings that I'm looking at, there's lots of teams that I've skipped in, in the... Uh, the win column, uh, New Orleans, Memphis, and Washington uh, have less wins than them, but they have the Bulls here at, at 26. Uh, I know they've disappointed a lot, too. Uh, I think that was the last win the Warriors got uh, was at home against the Bulls right before the Thanksgiving holiday. It was a nice way to go into the holiday, but... Uh, I guess that says a lot about the Bulls, <laughs> the fact that uh, couldn't even beat uh, this Warriors team as it's currently running. So, uh, Next up, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, ja Morant establishing himself as the Rookie of the Year frontrunner, averaging 18.6 points and 6.4 assists. Um He's uh, struggled a little bit with back spasms, though, and he's going to be evaluated week-to-week basis. And uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., he's dealing with a a sophomore slump. His scoring and his rebounding is down. Uh, So uh, Memphis total rebuilding team. So at 6-14, and what are you going to say? Um... A lot of these bottom teams, that's that's pretty much the story with them. Uh, Pistons, they are 8-13 and 13 now. Uh, on the bright side, the team's getting healthier with Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose having played together in five straight games. Yeah, they still got... Uh, I know there's a rumor out there about uh, Andre Drummond possibly... The Hornets want him bad, and they want to target him in free agency, but uh, I heard they might want him so bad that uh, if they can vibe out from him, if he'd be willing to re-sign from him, they'd be willing to trade for him this year. So that could be interesting Well, for us uh, NBA heads, which uh, that's what I try to make this this check-in for I check in with uh, every team around the league so uh, next up Washington Wizards uh, I know they've definitely 
surprised, even with a six and thirteen record. Um, they're last in the league in defensive rating, but it's crazy they're actually near the top in offensive. So if they could just defend a little, uh, who knows? They could they could be a, a playoff team and. Even with their current record out east, I, as I was just telling you, the, the Hornets would be the eighth, eighth seed right now. So uh, if they could just find a way to get their defensive right, uh, you know, things could change for them real quick. So I don't know. We will see. In uh, uh, 22 in the power rankings, we have the New Orleans Pelicans. I know they've been... Quite a disappointment, but uh, the biggest disappointment is having not seen Zion Williamson yet. Uh, I know he's projected to come back here in December. The latest I heard, though, was that uh, while he's working out, it might not be till closer to New Year that he debuts. And the other talk I've heard a lot about recently is, is he kind of going to be like Embiid was in his early years in the league and will he ever come close to a playing a full game schedule not just not even saying just 82 games but could he ever play 70 75 games you know is he always going to be doomed and it's it's crazy we haven't even seen him his uh, NBA debut yet he was awesome in his one preseason game you know, in, in uh, summer league, but, you know, we haven't seen him since in the regular season. So uh, an- another story for them, even with their record of, where are they? Oh, yeah, 6-15. and 15. They're, they're down there, but uh, Brandon Ingram's been performing uh, like crazy for them, showing that KD-like potential that he has. So uh, good to see for him, and uh, looking forward to seeing this team once Zion gets back, see if they can uh, shake it up anymore. All right, uh, the Hornets, who the Warriors just played, as I've mentioned a few times, so I don't have to dwell too much on them, but they are 9-14 and 14 now. And, uh, yeah, uh, they've got some surprising players, to be sure. Uh, P.J. Washington snapping out of a mini-rookie slump. Uh, Terry Rozier, I saw him hitting some threes tonight. And, yeah, the Devontae Graham, player out of nowhere. So, yeah. Hornets at 21. Next up, we have the Spurs at 20. Uh, which is quite generous because they have fallen off a cliff themselves, a team that's always competed, always been there. Uh, There's been a whole lot of talk about the uh, beginning of the end for them and uh, truly what can they do to to come back now because uh, at 8 and 14, they uh, are in big trouble. DeMar DeRozan is averaging an efficient 21.6 points, 
But he is a big part of the defensive problems that are sinking the Spurs. San Antonio allows 115 points per 100 possessions with DeRozan on the floor, which were ranked dead last in team defensive rating. So, uh, yeah, the only guy that, uh, one of the only guys that's scoring for them is also killing them on the defensive end and doesn't seem to be a lot they can do about their position uh, trade or anything. So we will see they are the Spurs after all. So I also wouldn't be surprised if this team ends up going on a run and at least getting back to 500, but we will see. All right, next up at 19, Oklahoma City Thunder. They are 8 and 11. Uh, I know the biggest news surrounding them right now is uh, Chris Paul uh, did an interview where he said he was, uh, you know, shocked, maybe a little saddened by the trade from Houston. And he thought that wasn't going to happen at all. And I think he had discussions with. Uh, the Rockets, their GM, Maury, about them bringing in Westbrook, but in that case, it Paul would be staying. And uh, I don't know, that could have been interesting, but there was also no way to make that trade happen uh, salary-wise uh, if you didn't. You couldn't, you couldn't possibly carry those players so I don't know what Paul was thinking about uh, possibly you know the Harden Westbrook Paul you know trio I don't couldn't see that happening so anyways that's the Thunder uh, Orlando Magic at 18 they got uh, win against the Warriors in a close game uh, one point game with 30 seconds to go but uh, other than that you know I'd have to say, you know, they're sitting at, at 9 and 11. Uh, that's, that's good enough to contend out east, but uh, there's just not a whole lot of contending going on out east. So, All right, uh, Sacramento Kings. Uh, they had a rough start, but sitting at 8 and 11 right now, uh, I don't think they could be you know, mad at that. That's, that's not bad for considering the things they've gone through, the injuries they've dealt with. No Bagley, Fox got hurt. So, uh, Harrison Barnes success, our old friend on the Warriors. He's averaging 18.5 points, shooting 52.2% from the field and 45.5 from three. So shout out to Barnesy and the Kings. Uh, weird to see this team at 16 as we near the halfway point of the power rankings. The Phoenix Suns, uh, though they have lost six of their past seven games and their issues in the paint have something to do with it. Of course, another uh, PED suspension. The uh, center, uh, DeAndre Ayton, he... Uh, and I'm still in the middle of serving a 25-game suspension. So, uh, And even Baines uh, out with a hip injury, and that seems to be what's sinking them lately on a 1-4 on a streak they've been on. But, yeah, they are 9-10 and 10 overall. So 
definitely overachieving so far. All right, here we are uh, at the middle. Portland Trailblazers at uh, 15. The Blazers are 8-13. and 13. They struggled early, but uh, uh, they have stabilized, winning three of their past four. Uh, Carmelo Anthony saving their season, winning player of the week. Uh, definitely a feel-good story. It's cool to see Carmelo back. I think last time I recorded one of these check-ins, I don't think he had uh, returned. But yeah, the Blazers signed him, and yeah, it's working out for them. That's that's cool to see. I know he said this isn't a farewell tour season, but if I was him, maybe I would. Just you saw nobody picked you up last year after the Rockets, you know, dropped you, and you know you're off to a great start here with uh, the Blazers. But I'd you know make the best of it while you can. Try to go out having a good season here, you know, and yeah, good, so far, so good here, uh, as they're stabilizing, and, you know, maybe back into contending, so yeah, that was the Blazers, they are sitting at 8 and 13, all right, 14, the Brooklyn Nets, the injury to Kyrie Irving likely will cost Spencer Dimwitty some sixth man of the year votes, over the play of Dinwiddie and Irving's aspirants should generate attention when it comes to All-Star game. Yeah, right. Uh, well, I don't know. It is the East. It's, it's hard to say. But yeah, uh, Brooklyn uh, sitting right at 500 right now. The, the uh, only 500 team in the league. 10-10. and 10. Uh, Not bad, considering that they have had injuries to Irving. Obviously, they're going to be out without KD this year. And I know some people would say they've underperformed, but hey, you know, 500, just uh, keep yourself in contention in the East, and uh, you'll be good to go for playoff time. All right, 13, the Minnesota Timberwolves. They are 10 and 9. And the big talk early this season is uh, Andrew Wiggins, who a lot of people are ready to completely give up on and write off. He's had a a really great start to the season, and the Wolves have cooled off a little um, with their current record of 10-9, and but I know they do have playoff aspirations, especially with uh, the Warriors falling off, uh, the Blazers, you know, dropping off a little even though they may be on the rebound but uh towns uh quietly having an mvp caliber season he won't get it but uh 25.9 points 12.5 rebounds and 4.1 assists would all be career highs so yeah uh definitely a nice surprise out of the wolves uh, number 12, we got the Utah Jazz. They are 12 and 9, and uh, they've been on a brutal road trip. Uh, they gave up a 50 point game to Giannis. They were blown out by the Pacers and the Raptors, and their lone win so far on, the, on a five game trip. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I know on a lot of the pods I listen to, the uh, No Dunks and the Ringer NBA show, the Mismatch, a lot of the talk there has been about uh, what's going on with the Jazz and are the Jazz in trouble. Uh, 
especially Conley not looking good. Um, I know he's still getting adjusted to especially the climate in Utah from what I hear. So um, they were a team I thought a lot of going into the season. I thought they would be a real contender. I picked them to be a possible West representative in the finals. Uh, if not by beloved Warriors, which is completely off the table. But uh, uh, still a lot of hope for the Jazz. And uh, they're known to do this even before getting the new players they have now. They're known to start off a little a little rough before uh, getting themselves together uh, once the new year arrives. So we'll see if that happens for the Utah Jazz. All right, uh, number 11, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, they haven't had Oladipo, but... Uh, I know they've had a lot of talk about how well they've been doing, especially DeMontis Sabonis. They're sitting at 13-7 and seven right now. Um, doing well with Malcolm Brogdon. Miles Turner's return from injury. And, uh, yeah, they had a, uh, a strong 11-5 and five record in November that catapulted them right into the mix near the top of the Eastern Conference standings. So definitely... Uh, Surprise for the Pacers, and it might not last, but uh, shout out to them for a, a, a great November. All right, into the top 10 at 10, the Miami Heat. They are uh, they are sitting with one of the best records in the entire league, 15-5. and five. Uh, And by that mark, you would say... They should be the number three power-ranked team. Right here, they're listed as 10. But uh, you play the schedule you have, and it's not the Heat's fault that theirs has been a tad soft and their credit they've handled business. So, yeah, I mean, you play the teams in front of you. So, uh, no, the Heat have been incredible so far. It's really cool to see what's going on with them. Uh, the one game I did watch uh, against the Warriors, man, they just dominated they are just looking great so uh the addition of butlers really done them well and uh, they're clicking as a team for sure so it'll be interesting to see what happens to the heat but right now they looked definitely locked into uh a top spot out east uh when it comes playoff time all right number nine the philadelphia 76ers sitting at 15 and 6 not a bad record but uh, I know a lot of people said uh, they've had uh, some disappointing games so far but can't be too mad at the record but they aren't playing like the best team in the east like I said they were going to be at the start of the year I picked them to be the representative representative coming out of the east and maybe that'll still happen for them but uh, uh, still a long time to go in the season so yeah Philly at 9 uh, number eight, the team with all the buzz this year, the, uh, you could say a little bit of surprise, the Dallas Mavericks. It's all about Luka, Luka mania, Luka Doncic, uh, definitely right there in MVP consideration, which is crazy to say, considering it's his, uh, only second year, but you do got to remember this guy played and won MVPs overseas, uh, in probably the second best league in the world next to the NBA so in all you know I I knew he was going to be something I picked him to be the best player coming out of last year's draft and that's definitely happened you know the fact he is you know 
in MVP contention this early in the season. You know, who knows? Maybe that'll fall off. Uh, besides, you know, Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr. The team is not very deep, so uh, you know, it's all it's all about Luca. I know he had a huge game against my Warriors. Uh, that was crazy to see. I think it was we we it was our biggest loss. Uh, pretty much ever. It's going back like to 71 or something like that. This is the Warriors' biggest loss, 48 or something like that. Crazy. But, yeah, Dallas. Uh, I also heard on one of the pods they were saying the NBA probably wishes they could switch out all the games they schedule on TV for the Pelicans because uh, they thought everyone wanted to see Zion, and we did, but we're not seeing Zion. So. Uh, would have been nice to see uh, this season that Luca's having. So, anyways, uh, yeah, they're at eight. At number seven, the Toronto Raptors, uh, not falling off. Fifteen and five, uh, last year's NBA champ, minus Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Siakam's totally stepped up and has uh, found his way to stardom. Uh, one of the pods I was listening to today, the mismatch. They were talking about the idea of of Siakam having his like Scottie Pippen like season, where if you compare it to when Jordan first retired and Pippen having to step up, uh, if if you equivalent uh, Kawhi to the Jordan role and Kawhi leaving town, uh, Siakam stepping up like that, so uh, definitely unexpected. I, I I knew they'd still be good. I didn't expect to see them be this good, and especially Siakam. So, yeah, one of the best records in the league at 15-5, and five, and they've got them seven here on the power rankings. Ah, number six, the Houston Rockets. Uh, they came off just one of the most controversial games of the year yesterday. Uh, Harden, uh, he dunked the ball and it looked like it bounced out but instead it like whipped around the net and then up to the top of the rim again so while it should have counted as a field goal the refs didn't see it that way and then while Houston was arguing it the 30 seconds elapsed where they could have challenged it so while all that happened in that mess um they gave up their double-digit lead to the Spurs, and they went to two overtimes and ended up losing. And in the wake of that, because of the NBA's admitting that the dunk should have counted, uh, they're calling for a... They want a win, or they want a, a chance at a, a, a redo, which both of those are completely insane. I can't see the NBA doing. That would be... Absolutely crazy to me, but uh, these Rockets. Another thing out of that game, which everybody's talking about, is some uh, person in the crowd yelling at Harden that nobody wants to see uh, a free free throw shooting contest, and Harden immediately snaps back. Nobody wants to see the fouls either. It's like... I, I I guess I get both, and I don't want to see... Uh, Harden's million free throws, and yeah, he had 24 yesterday, which is nuts, and he always has that, and 
it is one of the most annoying things about watching him. He's such a talented player, but uh, it sucks that that's part of his game. It's one of the reasons I really couldn't stand watching Ginobili all those years in the uh, 2000s when the Spurs were on there. Parker, Ginobili, Duncan runs, you know. It was just, he, he, he was that kind of player and, you know, hardens that now. And on another level, for sure. He's probably taken it to another level. But anyways, uh, the Rockets do remain one of the better teams in the league at 13 and 7. So, yeah, solid. Um, but, yeah, that's the Rockets for you. I know Westbrook, he's definitely... Uh, Struggled for the most part this season, but Trill find his way. Uh, all right, on to five the Boston Celtics. They are well, my one thing crushed, so I'm gonna have to give you a little off a record, but uh, as of this, they were uh, 14 and five. Uh, saw the toughness of Kemba Walker on display after thankfully only suffering, suffering a concussion in Denver. That was crazy. Uh, he like lost his balance and went out of control headfirst into one of his own players. And yeah, they had to like cart him off with like neck restraints and everything. But yeah, he's he's come back and uh, yeah, he's in his first game back. He scored thirty nine and a win over Brooklyn. So. Yeah, um, Boston, definitely uh, looking good. Uh, They're a deep team, so yeah, definitely uh, worthy of a uh, number five spot here in the power rankings. Number four, the Denver Nuggets. After a six-game win streak, uh, they finally had a letdown against the Kings. Uh, kind of game that falls firmly under the it happens category when you blow a 17 point lead and lose in overtime you move on so yeah for the most part they're they're rolling I know Jokic he's had a slow start to the season but uh 13 and 4 record hey can't be too mad at that for sure all right uh now for the elite of the elites uh the two LA teams uh, here at three, the Clippers. Uh, since Paul George made his debut, the Clippers are eight and two with a positive net rating approaching double digits. Uh, they're five and one when George and Leonard both plays, which means they're really just getting started. Yeah, they're so deep. Uh, they look great every time I've seen them. Uh, What's that guy? They're, they're center off the bench. Montrez Harrell. Uh, yeah, he he looked dominant the last time I saw him. He was just going to the basket. Nobody was stopping him. He was just dunking left and right. So, yeah, Clippers look deep and worthy of that spot. You could put them at two, except for the other L.A. team. The Lakers have an even better record. 17-3 and three as of these power rankings. Uh, they had just... They had just had one of their greatest months in franchise history, which is a lot to say considering they are the Lakers. They went 14-1 and in November, uh, but then they lost the first game of December to Luka and the Mavs. So, uh, but they're still tied with Milwaukee for the league's best record. Uh, 
And speaking of Milwaukee, they are the number one team in the rankings. Uh, They also had a almost perfect November. They were uh, 15-1, and they currently have the longest win streak in the NBA at 11 games. And the crazy part about that is they lost uh, Middleton to injury during this and instead, they've just kept going, and Giannis looks completely dominant. Looks like he's ready to go back-to-back MVP, at least so far, um, this early into the season. But the play that comes to mind for me is they were playing the Knicks, and he took Julius Randle to the basket, who I guess has been you know, saying he's never been dunked on before. Well, he has now, and in a big-time way... Uh, Giannis took him all the way to the basket, kind of just turned around, rose up, slammed it down right over him. Oh, man, it was powerful. It was a a really nice move. So, Anyways, yeah, Bucks up top, uh, looking good. I don't know. I'm a little suspicious of them, especially, you know, as much as I do like some of the depth of the other teams out east. uh, You still got to like what the Raptors bring to the table, the Celtics, you know. So uh, even, uh, you know, my team coming into the season, the 76ers. But right now, uh, it's you got to give the Bucks the, their credit for sure. Uh, they deserve the number one spot in the power rankings. So that being said, uh, gone 37 minutes now, uh, covered all the teams. You know, I definitely wanted to get one of these out here and just uh, catch up. And hopefully come back a lot sooner. Uh, maybe do these uh, uh, two times a week just to uh, keep it rolling, keep it consistent, and uh, you know have fun with it. Uh, I do some of those uh, team breakdowns if we aren't already pushing 37 minutes now. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. Hopefully you've been enjoying our Mandalorian uh, recaps we've been doing over on East Society, the MacNez Podcast Network. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we got, a, uh, another regular full E-Society coming at you soon. Uh, we got to catch up there, but, uh, we just got to line up our schedules, right? We will, we will, we'll get to it. And before you know it, it'll be time for our end of year pod on our top 10 list. So also looking forward to that, but until the next NBA check-in, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time E-Society.